this is Beehive Skeptics. I'm your host, Shane Smith. Our goal is to promote science and critical thinking in Utah. This is my co-host, Kirsten. How you doing? Uh, good. Hi. 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 I'm doing wonderful. Um, I didn't ask, but I'm glad that you shared. I just, I, 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 uh, it is pumpkin spice season is back. And I. The pumpkin spice. I drank all mine. Yeah. It's gone. And it's gone. And she Mine's still has got some, a, so. Yeah. Well, I've drank like a millimeter. This down. explains our energy difference. I don't know how. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> He's got a lot more going on than I do right now. Absolutely. So, we recently did a UFO in the park event. Oh, yeah. It was awesome. It was a wonderful day. Uh, we took our kids out and had our kids make their own little fake UFOs. Our children made one out of a Frisbee and yeah. spray painted a metallic color. It looked really awesome they in one first like, place. They had little jewels on it. They had like a little dome yeah. on the bottom of it. They had a pan lid that they glued on that with like a black knob. Did that end up falling off at No, some we, point? she asked me to take it off. Oh, so we okay. took it off because it didn't throw as well. Oh, yeah, yeah. But yeah, we just it threw it in down. the air, took some pictures of it, and uh, we actually ended up making some really cool UFO photos. Yeah. Uh, you should check them out. They're on our Facebook page, facebook.com forward slash groups forward slash Beehive Skeptics. And, uh, and did you post them on Instagram too? I did post them on Instagram, yes. Instagram.com forward slash Beehive Skeptics. And, uh, yeah, they're, they're pretty awesome. So we're just coming off of that. Mm-hmm. So UFOs. Yeah. UAPs as they're called. UAPs. UAPs. Which I need to adjust to. Yes. Unidentified aerial, aerial phenomena. phenomenon. Because that right. could mean that's like when there's like a paper bag in the sky. It's yeah. Just, it's an aerial phenomenon that people think is a ship. Yeah. Something when it's not. In the sky. That looks like a ship that it's not. Because you made a pretty good UFO, UAP yeah. photo with a paper bag. Oh, yes, yes. Uh, I have been following, again, on Facebook, where apparently a lot of crazy happens. Uh, it's it's the minefield for ideas to be explored mm. and defined mm. yes. with very little evidence <laughs> yes yes so i've been following the group called um recent ufo sightings and that's where people go on and just pay, post pictures of their ufos and I, I just keep seeing it and i'm like that looks like a paper bag floating in the wind and i keep commenting on that i think that's a paper bag i think that's a or not a paper a plastic, plastic bag. bag yeah that, that looks like a plastic bag to me that looks like a plastic bag there were like maybe five of them and that every time i was like i'm pretty sure that's a plastic bag <laughs> and then finally someone was like no it's not and got really adamant that that was not a plastic bag and it was too perfect of a triangle looking thing to, to not to be a pers a plastic bag and he's like why don't you why don't you prove it then why don't you go recreate the photo and I did. And it ended up almost looking exactly like his picture. <laughs> <laughs> you just took a leaf blower? Yeah, basically. I just took a leaf just blower, it blew it up the into the sky, and just took some pictures. And uh, took enough pictures where it was all a bunch of different types and shapes. And I found the one that looked closest. And yeah, it was... Yeah, because that's what his photo looked like. It looked like kind of a bunch of weird shapes put together. Yeah. So a paper bag in the wind kind of crinkling. Oh, yeah. It makes a bunch thing. of random weird... Or plastic yeah. bag, yeah. yeah. Yeah, so it was beautiful. It was my 
one of my very first debunking experiences, and it was amazing. <laughs> you got a rush. I got a rush. <laughs> Maybe that's the pumpkin spice latte. Maybe that's the pumpkin Just spice latte. Adding to that feeling. Yes. Well, and every time I would bring that up, the conversation went to the UAP hearings recently. Yeah. That... I had several people just come to me and be like, so aliens are real. And I was like, what? <laughs> what did I miss? <laughs> yeah, it seems everybody seems to think that the government has officially announced that aliens are real. I've been seeing... And I'd ask someone about it and they're like, well, I actually didn't read the article. It was just the headline. So we've got some really salacious headlines yeah. happening right now. Yeah, I mean like NPR, for example... Their headline is, U.S. recovers non-human biologics from UFO crash sites, former intelligence officer says. Wow, that is intense. <laughs> That's an intense... Yeah, I, I would read that too and be like, wow. Yeah, right? It's finally happening. Oh, yeah. Let's see. Roll Call uh, says, whistleblower at UAP hearing claims U.S. found non-human remains. But uh, so the U they're saying the U.S. has come out and said this. Yeah, well, like many of them are saying, U.S. is saying this. The government is saying this. Oh, wow. This, That's just some really shitty reporting. Right? <laughs> I didn't realize it had gotten that bad. Let's see, Yahoo News. Uh, whistleblower testifies government absolutely has possession of non-human craft. Yikes. I, I guess that's kind of accurate, but as a headline... Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, and then, oh, and then uh, KeyT.com apparently goes off on one of one of the sightings and says, Flying object the size of a football field hovered over Vandenberg Base in 2003. Where's Vandenberg? I have no idea. Jeez. Okay. Where's Vandenberg? Let's Google this shit. So, basically, UFOs are real, and the government <laughs> knows, and they're saying that they're real. Yeah. And they have a non-human spacecraft... And non-human biologicals and there's evidence supposedly and the government is saying this this is what the headlines are saying yeah that's what the headlines are saying that is what i'm hearing that is it that's it and skepticism is over everybody go home <laughs> end of podcast <laughs> <laughs> Well, on on Facebook, you know, you you get so like people are going around saying, uh, "Here it is, government admits there are aliens and UFOs." After all this year, sounds more like they're preparing for something to come, right? And so all the conspiracy theories are starting to come mm. out. Since the government admits the existence of aliens, don't we have some conspiracy theorists to apologize to? <laughs> like, uh, what? Yeah. First uh, of all, first of all, there's an assumption that I don't believe in aliens. Yeah, that's true. I mean, Carl Sagan, even in the 70s, was saying there's a there's probably a handful of planets <laughs> with intelligent life, 30,000 million light years away or some crazy number. Absolutely. Um, I know that they have been looking into that more. They think that there might be more no, habitable really? planets. Yes. Oh, I think I've heard about that. Yes. They, cause that was in the 70s when they yes. looked into that. Mm -hmm. Now they've got more information from the Kepler Space Telescope. Yes. Looking at how much planets are getting a certain amount of lights. Oh my God, that's so Which amazing. would have water, right? So they have an estimate, which they have not proven. Mm -hmm. This is just like a... Maybe this many, but we actually have to identify it now. We have to go through all the research. This was an article written three years ago, too. 300 million, potentially. 
three hundred million. Doesn't that seem kind of? I was insane. thinking like two hundred. Are they are they thinking galaxy or universe? Habitable planets in our galaxy. In our galaxy, three hundred yes, million. Yes, yes, but they have not done the research. That's just someone just made that guess. Yeah. And they said so far researchers have identified several hundred planets in the habitable zone. Mm, well, okay, okay. So we're just talking about habitable, yeah. habitable planets. Possible habitable. Yes, and then there, there was a. Um, oh man, I wish I was ready with this information. There, there was a calculation out there of basically the potential for intelligent life out there. Right, and that, that not just having the planet, but also being able to evolve. Yes, into an intelligence. Yep. Not blowing ourselves up. Yes. That is part of the data, yes, right? Yes, that because is actually that is, is a, part of the data, yes. That is the possibility of like, well, if they're intelligent enough to evolve, they could have nuked ourselves, themselves yeah. like we might possibly well, do at some point. And, and I mean, the the thing about it, like our intelligent life on Earth has only lasted, what is it right oh, now? Oh, it's like There's, a blip of how like, long the Earth has been alive. Yeah, maybe at max 100,000 years, maybe 300,000 I, um, I don't know. But, I mean, it all starts to blur together. That, but writing only exists. So if you count going up to writing, um, if you if you put that as your start, that's what, 30,000 years? You're, I have no idea. <laughs> <laughs> I, I complete guesstimate, but it's only like 30,000 years. Archaeology stuff. So out of it's the, just very small amount. Exactly. It's out of the 4.5 the... billion years that Earth yeah. has existed. Yeah. Only 30,000 of it is actually had intelligent life. So and that is a questionable, I think. <laughs> exactly. So like, I, I would think, you know, I mean, when we went to the Oregon Zoo, I was mm -hmm. telling you that I was like a little creeped out because I, they had the chimpanzees there mm -hmm. and I was like looking at them and I knew that they were looking at me and they were like smart enough to like, you know, be processing like, who are these fuckers and why am I in this cage? Right. Uh, that was my assumption. Mm -hmm. Okay. I do anthropomorphize everything, but we do know that chimpanzees are quite intelligent. Yes. Okay. So, if we are considering that we're quite intelligent, and chimpanzees are also intelligent, there's a long, I'm just saying, a long gray area of what intelligence can be, yeah, right? Exactly, as far yes. as who's on these planets, and how smart are they really? Mm -hmm. Are they way smarter than us? Could yeah. they get to us? Well... You know what I mean? Intelligence may also not be, uh, not may not be a selectable um, trait in evolution. True. Like, we dumb and we almost killing the planet. Right, right. <laughs> like, uh, so, I mean, being so smart that you start developing technology that has the potential to destroy, to destroy the you. world yeah. or destroy you. Um, is not a selectable trait in evolution. Right. So so that's part of part of the calculation as well. Because they if um, they have a level of an intelligence, they could destroy themselves. Exactly. Before yeah. they could even get off the planet. Exactly. And uh, so there's a, there's a big possibility that our life, our intelligent life in our galaxy is just a huge missed high five. And <laughs> <laughs> like like we could have missed other people or other uh, life forms who have lived and died. Right. Uh, At other time periods, It is possible yeah. we're out here alone, but it's also very possible that not only has other intelligent life exist, uh, existed in the past, 
may exist in the future, but still may exist now. So I think I yeah. think no one's saying Here's, aliens don't exist. I'm I'm definitely not saying. <laughs> I'm not I, saying. And that. when I when I bring that up, everyone's like, "Well, obviously the galaxy is so big. Obviously, it, there must be other people out there." And I'm just like, "Well, people, but yes, there there likely is other planets with other things that have developed." I'm not arguing against that no no i don't think but here's my theory okay so some dudes were like hey let's go to this planet we can't tell if there's intelligent life there but it might be fun um they seem to struggle in math so they don't realize how long it's going to take for them to get here Mm -hmm. they all die (laughs) they crash somewhere in the usa because obviously we're the biggest continent, and there's not a big world of ocean where they would have crashed. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. It's just us. Mm, just Because America. we are American, yeah. and that's where they want to go. Yeah. And we have all the alien movies. <laughs> yeah, all the alien movies. you know, I've charted. Hi. You know, so they're like, these people know. These people know. <laughs> we saw their transmission of E.T., Felt like they really nailed us, you know, made us a little stupid, <laughs> but super cute and cuddly. So they decide, and they're, it's like, Nevada seems pretty like a wasteland. Let's, mm. let's chart a course there, but then they all die. <sighs> they just crash in Nevada. And then the U.S. is like, this is pretty dope. Let's get this uh, material Luckily, they crashed over here where no one saw it, um, except for people in the government, because they see everything. Mm, of course. And cover it up. Mm-hmm. And, uh, and yeah, let's just like keep it a secret and use this material to make massive destruction things, because that's also what America's about. Yeah. yeah. It's, you know, <laughs> weapons of war, just so that we can just be like, Argh! You know, I feel like we're constantly flexing. We're just oh, like, yeah. oh, just... God, look how big my guns have got. I'm flexing right She's now, flexing you guys. Right like, now. I, there's like <laughs> veins in my head because I'm flexing so hard. You're just like, ugh. So that's my theory. Mm, mm. My second theory is that they were just already dead and they were like, let's just send them off in a spaceship. And they managed to go past every other planet for the last <laughs> 30,000 light years until they pulled into our. Earth's gravity, uh. and uh, you know, it was just kind of like how we send people off into the ocean, and you know, in, in the old movies, yeah, yeah, and light them on fire, and farewell. It's just like farewell <laughs> into space. It was like but, a space funeral. You know, that kind of makes sense in a way because, like, well, I, I, I mean, it your first theory make makes yeah, no, your first theory <laughs> makes no sense because, like, we as humans can tell how long a space journey will take, right. Like, we, we, we can chart that yeah. shit out, and we don't. So, like, if they're intelligent enough to do interstellar travel, I would imagine they'd figure it out how to... They'd know that they'd die before they'd get there. <laughs> yeah. Unless they figured out immortality. Unless they figured out immortality. In that case, please visit. Please visit. Don't die on entry, yes. though. Jesus Christ. Oh, my gosh. You get all this way here, but then you <laughs> die on entry. Like, you oh, idiots. Oh, man. Exactly. Oh, and then I I, I like I like the uh, the the Spock imagery of just sending your dead yeah out. just out in a space I like it I like it in a in a plane yeah yeah um, <laughs> I have another theory yes I think 
that we are pattern-seeking apes. Yes. Who see some weird stuff that we can't explain and immediately jump to conclusions. That's okay. my theory. He, he <laughs> interviewed, like, what, 40 people? Did he say 40? or Was it more than 40? I, I hope it's more than 40. Yeah. Why I, am I, I remembering 40? It's, it's a high number of He people. interviewed a bunch of people. Yes. Who said they saw aerial phenomenon. Mm-hmm. A non-human craft mm-hmm. and non-human biologicals. When everyone was saying non-human biologicals, I was like, well, how do you know it's not a chimpanzee? Again, I think I just love chimpanzees. Right? I just want to imagine one behind the wheel, just like, do 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 Yeah, or who was that Russian space dog? Yeah, the Russian space dog yeah. that's now immortalized <laughs> in the, the Marvel movies. Yeah. So, yeah, that was my first thought of like, well, non-human could mean animal, but... Um, he had already prefaced it with saying, this is a non-human spacecraft, so it must be alien. Mm. How the U.S. government knows it's non-human, I don't know. Mm. He didn't give a lot of evidence. I'd assume they, I don't know, contacted every government, was like, yo, this you? Are you fucking with us? Are you fucking with me, bro? Are you fucking with me, bro? <laughs> this is like some whack shit, bro. You better not be teasing. <laughs> Better not be teasing, dog. Absolutely. <laughs> so they already called every government, made sure nobody was, mm. you know, playing a joke. Mm. And uh, he interviewed these people who had this information. He came forward and is saying, there's a stigma around reporting and we want the stigma to be lifted kind yeah. of thing. Which in that case, I think the stigma probably should yeah. be. Oh, yeah. No. During the UAP hearings, there, the two pilots were talking about the stigma and how there's a lack in process in, um, <clears throat> in the reporting of UAPs. Uh, I have heard, but I'm not completely sure, there are, there are definitely plenty of processes there. So, and, and them going to the oversight hearing was them jumping over that process. However, I absolutely agree. We could we could use a lot more transparency if we had better systems for detecting and analyzing these UAPs, then we'd probably have a lot less of this wild speculation and accusations. Um, so I am completely for a better process, less stigma, and more analyzing by actual professionals, not not UFO nuts. <laughs> yeah. Speaking of Agreed. actual professionals, I'm just going to me- mention this. There's a video a video expert who does analyze these UAP videos. Most of them have been debunked already. I highly recommend looking up Mick West. He has a YouTube video or YouTube uh, uh, channel where he analyzes every one of these, including the Tic Tac that he talked about. Turns out that was just a plane a little while ago, and that or uh, from from far away, and the effect is made by the zooming of the camera. Uh, mm. Yeah, <laughs> it looked like a tic tac, a flying tic. Yeah, it looked like a flying tic tac, but really it was just the angle in which he was looking at the plane. You can't mm. see the right, wings yeah. sticking out if you look at it in a certain yeah. way. The flying tic tac. Exactly, and then uh, and then the the sudden movement was actually just the camera zooming in and out. And the and the plane was actually stationary, mm-hmm. and he and he proves that on that video. Um, okay, I wish I had a video of my UFO experience. Ooh, yes, you had a UFO experience. I did. <gasps> okay, okay. So I was, you know, 
I had a driver's license, but I was a teenager, so let's just say 17. Mm-hmm. I was out with my friend, so if I'd been alone, I probably would have just assumed my eyes did something wacky, right? Yeah. But because her and I saw it both at the same time and we're like, what? Um, you know, it kind of freaked us out. But here's the thing. It was a dot. It was a like, dot. We were literally looking up at the sky in the same location at the stars, just having a chat. And one of the stars kind of wiggled and then jetted off. Mm. Right? Mm-hmm. Which now probably was just like a star exploding or something weird like that. Yeah. <laughs> but at the time I was like, what is happening? You know, thinking it was some sort of weird alien spacecraft. I really didn't think about it too long after that, honestly. Mm -hmm. It clearly Mm -hmm. didn't make that much of an impression on me. But I was like, that's really freaking cool. I saw some... That is really cool. Aerial phenomenon of some weird wiggly star. (laughs) Weird wiggly star. Yeah, like shit like that happens all the time. I've seen... Um, I've seen, uh, uh, green meteors that if I didn't know that meteors could be green, I would have like, what the fuck is that? Um, uh, and you know, it's just, well, like we that recently it. thing that happened just before this, when, uh, one of our friends came over and was like, no, this thing went into, struck in Nevada, right? Mm-hmm. These people said something oh, landed yeah, in yeah. their <laughs> yard. I was like, I hope they got a pretty big yard. Yes. Uh, they're like, no, the cops saw it. Cause I was like, why are they the only people that saw it? I mean, my first assumption from the moment they started telling me was these people were high. <laughs> I guarantee these people were yeah. high. They were shrooming. They were snorting. They were doing all the shit. <laughs> they're reporting that a spacecraft landed in their yard. Aliens walked out, you know, and I was like, this is just not making sense yeah, at all. The story is always way more fantastical than the reality. And it's just, it, that's it. We're, we're pattern-seeking humans. We see something weird and we have to have a story around it, which <clears throat> is all well and good, but that story needs to be backed up by evidence and proper analysis. We need to test that hypothesis instead of just running with it like, like, these, uh, like these reporters are doing. They're, right, the way they're just they're running with the story, it. and then that story then gets a life of its own, and now all of a sudden our neighbors are telling us how these people saw aliens in their backyard. No, it wasn't our neighbors, but yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah, it was our cousin, cousins, yeah, okay. Uh, yeah, so all of a sudden there's And what did that end up being? Well, they ended up It ended up being, there were multiple sightings of the UFO. And it turns out it was a meteor. This was confirmed by NASA. Yeah, NASA it came was out and was an like, actual meteor that hit in these people's backyard so i'm still just like how did it become a story of they saw aliens no they saw aliens because i kept being like no if they're saying that they're not they're not in their right mind (laughs) like did they have a chat with them did they offer them water like i'm just trying to like speculate on how this worked out you know what i mean and it goes back to no it's just a rock goes back to our first podcast of of like this is the problem with perpetuating these stories is people who are high as fuck how do you tell the difference are they high or are they real aliens or are they just fucking with people? <laughs> or are they just fucking with people are they just making a story and this is probably uh, part of why there is a stigma around this reporting because of all the conspiracy theorists that are like yes now i've been proven right the government came out and said it. it's like well no maybe you're actually part of the problem because yeah. 
any little reporting of this aerial phenomenon immediately goes down this conspiracy theory road. Exactly. And so now people are afraid to talk about it because the media assumption is going to be there's aliens, the U.S. knows, they're covering it up. Exactly. And, yeah. and it becomes a conspiracy against the government. Oh, and yeah. That's, these kind of stories just run and just build a life of their own, run off, and people just jump to these assumptions of immediately it's aliens. Hey, I saw something weird in the sky. It's aliens! <laughs> <laughs> You're right. You're right. Yeah. Your assessment is right. <laughs> um, you know, I I agree with the reporting issue. I I think I had to learn the hard way a couple times that it's very difficult for the news media to report things accurately. Mm-hmm. I mean, even if they're trying to report it accurately, it's hard to disseminate that information. A lot of times they need the headline, though. No, yeah. I mean, I think Anchorman, the movie, which is hilarious, by the way, the second movie, even though it's just complete satire, they really prove the point that Mm. it was more about making it entertaining, even if you're just wildly speculating. Mm. And um, so I feel like there's an element of that going on. Oh, yeah. And I, I have experienced the lack of journalistic uh integrity mm-hmm. you know during my facebook years when i was on facebook and i would stupidly like read a headline and just be like oh and then i'd post it and then and you know a friend or family member would have to be like have you actually read the article because it, it does it's not actually what the headline is saying or hey there's this other information debunking this and and i'm like oh well i guess i'm gonna have to start thinking critically mm-hmm. <laughs> if i want to continue to post random shit here mm, absolutely. Um, but that is not what facebook is for and that's not what humans do <laughs> and that's not what humans do <laughs> they want the quick answer because mm-hmm. when you start to really go into all the information first of all you realize wow there's not a story here yeah yeah like gets, a lot of the times yeah. it's just like wah, wah, you know <laughs> and i can't confirm all my biases either mm-hmm. when i wrote my first book I was interviewed by uh, nationally by ABC News. The woman was very nice. She said on the, uh, this was my first interview. She said, um, and this was during the time that Ma- Romney was running for president. And uh, she said, oh, my recorder's broken, so I'm just going to have to write down what you say. Um, I was very stupid and I didn't realize how journalists have an agenda Mm. and how they will, um, they're not looking at the whole picture of who you are and what you're offering and what you're creating. They're, they're trying to, you know, they're not looking at the whole picture. I don't know how else to explain it, but they're, (laughs) they're trying to narrow things down. And I, I, after that article came out, I very much became very cautious about what I said in interviews to the point where I had another interview with, uh, I think it was in Oklahoma magazine and was very careful about what I said. And later she was like, I'm confused because I read this ABC news article and, and you're saying the opposite in this from what you told me. And I'm like, well, yeah, she took a lot of what I said out of context. 
She misquoted me, like just, and probably because she didn't have the recorder, but just actually misquoted me, mm-hmm. uh, took it out of context, said that I said things that I didn't. Um, and her campaign was very um, anti-Mormon, I realized later. Mm. And a lot of the uh, comments were very anti-Mormon and like, this is why Romney shouldn't be president. What? Yeah, exactly. And you said that? No. Or, I this mean, is they, what the she said that you said no, that. No, no, no. This was the comments. Oh, okay. People reacting to what I said because <laughs> okay. the, bu- the book was about mental health issues that I had dealt with and suddenly it became about, and this is why Mitt Romney shouldn't be president. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just like, what the fuck is happening? So, um, yeah, learn firsthand that journalistic integrity is very, very difficult. Yeah. <laughs> and even with this national news site, um, I did not feel like it was achieved. And uh, you've got to be really careful with that stuff. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Oh, it's crazy. Uh, and that's, I think this is also a human problem thinking about our intelligence. Oh, yeah, we always have that to That has been things. this way for a long time. Yes. Like our brains... Our, our brains were evolved to be efficient, not smart. <laughs> so so in, in efficiency, that's why we tend to jump to conclusions. That's why we tend to draw connections to things that we already believe. Um, because it's much harder for us to rewrite what we know. Yeah. It's much easier just to connect the dot and be like, okay, this is related to the fact that I hate Romney, right? <laughs> or this is related to uh, whatever in my brain. Or this is related to aliens because I already have this belief that UFOs are visiting Earth and the government's untrustworthy and blah, 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 blah. Right. When really it's like, well, no, I think the government's probably just a bunch of well-intentioned incompetence. That's <laughs> probably what I would describe it as. Well, I mean, I think the bottom line is we don't know. Yeah, well, we don't and, know. And it's hard to just be like, well, I don't really know all the time. Yeah. That gets really fucking exhausting. Oh, yeah. We don't like the fact that I don't know is a perfectly acceptable answer. And... But uh, fucking deal. I don't know. It was a perfectly <laughs> acceptable deal, answer. <laughs> I have this awesome quote from Carl Sagan I want to share. This. Yes. I think along the lines of this. Um, if you haven't watched The Cosmos. Watch it. I mean, the Neil deGrasse Tyson one is good. Both I, versions are amazing. I love the Carl Sagan version because it was during that era of just like super weird you know, mystical, like some of the stuff they were doing, I was just oh, like, yeah. <laughs> just Ooh, Cosmos for watch it. party, anybody? <laughs> no, yeah. I'm not no, there for no. that, but I love you. Okay. <laughs> Science works. It is not perfect. It can be misused. It is only a tool, but it is by far the best tool we have. Self-correcting, ongoing, applicable to everything. It has two rules. First, there are no sacred truths. All assumptions must be critically examined. Arguments from authority are worthless, which is a lot. I'm going to take a break away from the quote right now. A lot of what I'm hearing is, well, this guy has been interviewing people. He knows it's the argument of authority Mm -hmm. uh, that's going on here. Extraordinary claims require extraordinary evidence. Yes, we need evidence. (laughs) Second, whatever is inconsistent with the facts must be discarded or revised. We must understand the cosmos as it is and not confuse it, 
confuse how it is with how we wish it to be. The obvious is sometimes false. The unexpected is sometimes true. Mm. So you just have to live in a place of being open, I guess. And I, I, I struggle with that as we all do. We all do. Um, but I think it's a lot easier to just be like, I don't know, let's wait and see. <laughs> then like, oh yeah, this is a thing. Then all of my neighbors being like, the U.S. confirmed that there's aliens. Well, I think um, I think there's a, uh, I think it's not easy for people to do that. It's not easy to have a shelf for that uncertainty. People are uncomfortable with uncertainty. Well, and honestly, it's less fucking fun, Shane. It is less fucking fun. I, I like, love we're aliens. We're like such damn... <laughs> like, wet rags we're just oh like well where there's no evidence and maybe let's just wait and see it's just like what what you know everyone's like i want to talk about aliens <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> we're like well maybe oh man well it's like the 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 demonologist i'm talking to where there was all this fantastical claims and she was like i have absolute evidence of demons existing i have pictures and videos of them and i have uh and she was talking about how she can heal people by by uh, all this stuff she had so many fantastical claims and if you talk to her she you're like oh my god this person is a true like demons exist she finally sends me the pictures and one was two a, pictures two pictures one was of a of a Coke can that she claimed had skulls on it. There, yeah, because she was, was scrying. So scrying, it's like yeah. Where you can see in reflections the evidence of yeah, this other like, world. Yeah, I, I didn't see skulls. I don't know what the hell she was talking about. <laughs> She's like, no, they're right there. I'm like, what are you talking about? <laughs> so, yes, our brain being able to form patterns to confirm our biases. Yeah, and just, I mean, but, but the evidence was so lacking yeah. when her claims were so strong. Right. And so that's kind of what I'm seeing with this UFO hearing. He's like, this stuff is all happening in real but I can show you the evidence later in a private thing, and I don't, and we can't really show it publicly. And like, I almost guarantee you, it's going to be that same result. Here's this evidence I have that's completely baseless and bullshit. Well, it <laughs> but we'll like, see. We'll see. It doesn't sound like he has evidence, I guess, because it sounds like he just has interviews. Yeah, it sounds that's like that's all he, he did as his I mean, job. He just yeah, interviewed people. Exactly. It so sounds how like, would he have evidence? Exactly. It sounds like he's he. I mean, it almost sounds like the same thing. Like he's interviewing people like that demon hunt or demon person worshiper person i don't know whatever you call her the demonologist luciferian the luciferian yeah. uh it sounds like it's like that and he's you know believing them well and here's my thing i would love for this to evolve into something where something does get exposed there is oh, yeah. information where that we yeah. have access to and actual evidence but until that happens i can't like assume what the headlines are saying oh yeah absolutely i just can't go there there has to be yeah. more information it's not that i'm not open to it yeah it's just i'm not assuming th- oh my God. that this... that is the only pathway i guess that's what people don't really understand for me this is a win-win right i like if i'm wrong holy shit aliens exist this is fucking amazing but if i'm right like something's it's, it's like it's, it's a, it's a good thing we didn't jump to conclusions. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but like, but again, you know, extraordinary evidence or, or extraordinary claims requires extraordinary evidence. 
Um, he can say all he wants, but as long as no, as long as there's no evidence for it, uh, skepticism is completely warranted and something that we should all practice. Thank you, Shane. <laughs> You're welcome. I'm still not done with my coffee. No. Yeah, she only drank half of it. That's what's amazing about oh this. My gosh. I do not know how you drank that so fast. He's still trying to get remnants out uh, yeah. of the melting this ice. This is a pumpkin spice latte, okay? You... you you need to open that, get out every ice cube, and just suck <laughs> yeah. off the rest of it. Just like, mm -hmm. I really do. <laughs> yeah, that will be happening shortly. Yes. I want to uh, just have one more Carl Sagan quote. Mm. I wish that I could quote this in his voice. Oh, but yeah. I can't. Humans. Yeah. Oh, good. Yeah, do it. Do it. Wait. <clears throat> Ask courageous questions. Do not be satisfied with superficial answers. Okay, no. no. You're not, you're not I, bringing oh, you it. Can't do but it. I can't love do it. that you tried. <laughs> I tried. All right, here we go. You like how I just cut him off there? I was just like, no. We're not. That's happy. not my Sagan. Okay. Ask courageous questions. Do not be satisfied with superficial answers. Be open to wonder and at the same time, subject all claims to knowledge without exception to critical scrutiny. Be aware of human fallibility. Cherish your species and your planet. Ah, <sighs> Carl. Mm, we miss you. We do miss you. Mm. Mm. So good, so that good. man. He's yeah. so smart and yeah. just so soft and sweet about his intelligence mm. he really could just be looking down you know the whole time could just been really snooty <laughs> yeah. judgmental for yeah. the fact that he understood things in a way that nobody else did mm. and having to try and communicate that but he was just so awesome about it and right. he just looked at the world like with a curiosity yeah by far one of the best communi science communicators yeah, he started Almost science ever. communicating. He did. He well, created and he, it. He's the one who coined the term skept scientific skepticism. Um, so, you know. He, cr um, he created skepticism, yeah. is what you're saying? Well, well, he didn't create skepticism. But I, he the, coined the, the probably term. Probably Plato, the, right? Or one of the old philosophers. Well, yeah. Let's just say it's Carl Sagan. <laughs> Let's just say it's <laughs> because Carl Because we love him. <laughs> yep. Yep. Absolutely. Uh, yeah. Did you have anything else you wanted to bring No, up? go forth. Yeah, well, I just Watch wanted to say... Cosmos by Carl yeah. Sagan. Oh, yeah. Read yeah. something by Carl Sagan. Don't be a sucker. Don't believe things right off the bat. Remember, extraordinary and, claims require extraordinary evidence. And aliens are definitely real. Aliens are so <laughs> real. We have no evidence of this, but I'm like... There is an alien in my backyard right now. <laughs> like, I've it seen some so shit. It is so cool. Oh, my God. It's looking at me. Oh my god, he's so cute! Aww. Oh, that's your daughter. Oh, that's my daughter. Oh, oh she never mind. is so Shit. cute. Oh my god. <laughs> okay. Well, thank you for joining us. Uh, this, this is just skeptics. Beehive skeptics. Be sure to check us out on our meetup, meetup.com forward slash beehive skeptics. And we'll see you next time.